Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dev Chen Symposium. I'm Yves Chen, and I'm Alex Severo. This is the place where interesting topics are discussed, ideas are examined, and culture fused. All opinions are welcome, and we embrace beliefs from all walks of life, big or small. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dev Chen Symposium. Welcome back. I hope everyone is enjoying their holiday weekend.、Um, so today, if you don't have anything else to do, stay tuned to Dev Chen Symposium. Just you know, like retrieve back to our previous episodes. This week, it's very important. So we're gonna be talking about how to know when you are making someone uncomfortable, and how to also let people know when they're making you uncomfortable. Now, in terms of making somebody feel uncomfortable, there are many ways we can go about this. Sometimes it's asking questions about a person's、uh, physical state. Maybe somebody's disabled, or if somebody was afflicted with a certain condition, and you ask a certain question, that will make a person feel uncomfortable. Then there comes the issues of race, where you're asking somebody what's their ethnic background or what's the nationality, so to say, and then you ask somebody about their Sexual orientation, LGBTQIA plus, or anything of the sort. But in this particular circumstance, we want to focus a little bit more along the lines of sexual harassment, flirting versus harassment, the sort of situations that are there that can make an individual feel uncomfortable. And we'll be going into environments such as LGBTQIA plus, as well as maybe a little bit of racism and racial identity. But for the most part, we're going to stick to sexual harassment, especially because we're in the aftermath of the Me Too movement, and we're in the aftermath、yeah. of this wide range of actions that have really just shook the foundation of not just the entertainment world, but in worlds of business, in the worlds of labor, in all standards and facets of society. Definitely. Although you know, human being at the end of the world is just a social animal. And in order to make yourself establish, get to where you want, it's inevitable that you have to go through so many layers of interpersonal relations.、Mm-hmm. You need to say the right thing at the right time at the right circumstances scenario. And sometimes, for example, like in a corporate, you are trying to phrase the best way to express yourself, but also want to express the genuine self. How you are able to gonna do that,、mm-hmm. or like right now. New York City is just, or a lot of other cities, they're just very multicultural. So how you can really, you know, understand and be aware of other people's maybe their cultural taboo or like their food habits or some like cultural stuff to re- be respectful to other families、mm-hmm. and friends. Absolutely, all those are just very important.、Mm-hmm. Yes, they're all very important. They're all relevant, and hopefully, we'll be able to tackle quite a few of them. And hopefully, by the end of this episode, you'll be able to have some kind of a foundation or a blueprint that you can go back to when you're in these kinds of situations, or if you feel that you're insulting someone or you make someone feel uncomfortable, and you're able to sort、mm-hmm. of see the signs a little bit and get a better sense about your place within society, and also just sort of understand when you're crossing the line and where the line is. Definitely, definitely. So, what are the circumstances that you have ever experienced before that other people make you really not comfortable? Ooh, that is a very good question. I don't think I 
have ever really felt uncomfortable mm. by somebody doing something to me or really never <gasps> not really i have a very thick oh, skin wow <laughs> <laughs> and also at the end of the day that's good to hear oh well it is good to hear in some ways but i think in the ways that i've been made fe- to feel uncomfortable it's mostly i've been made to feel belittled a little bit mm. i think throughout my time in like high school and middle school and growing up and being around family sometimes, I've always been made to feel less smarter than I actually am. Mm. Or I've been sort of like shoved off a little bit and shrugged off. Even though what I said may be smart, people may not understand it. And so they mis- so they think it's rambling. So it's just miscommunication in that regard. Mm-hmm. But in terms of one word that a person could say that would make me feel very uncomfortable, it's actually a word that's used in the UK that... I'm not going to say at the moment because it's a very offensive word. Mm-hmm. But the word itself, for those of you who may have been to the UK and who may have heard this word, it's abbreviated, it's P-shop. And the P is a derogatory term for somebody who's South Asian. And shop oh. is like a convenience sword. And so That's when you're very in the like UK, just upfront. It's just not acceptable. Yeah. Very much up front. And people still use that word in the UK sometimes. Oh, wow. And sometimes you'd be passing a store and it's just like, yeah, there's a Tesco, there's a Waitrose. Oh, that's just a pea shop. Don't go in there. Mm. And so basic uh, elements like that, that occur. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also when I was in the UK, there have been instances where I was just on the wrong, wrong place at the wrong time. Or I may have just been passing somebody who looked at me a little bit oddly and started cursing me out a little bit. But that's just sort of the history of South Asian individuals in the UK. Back in the 60s and the 70s, there was a lot of racism towards people of South Asian descent. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, the racism sort of died down a little bit. But you can still feel that there is still some distance to be done. I mean, I was personally stopped by the police when I was in London. Just because I looked a cop in the eye at Camden Station. Yeah, made my way around. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a very unusual experience. And the only reason I got off scot-free was because I showed them my student ID. I showed them I was with a student group, a university group, and they let me go. See, a lot of like the very superficial, you know, skin color tone kind of problem got really just bounced back by like, you know, economics and social economic status or big institution. And Mm -hmm. it's just so troublesome that if you show NYU and they will literally let you go because mm-hmm. those are a really, really big, powerful organization, which is quote unquote, socially really acceptable and being honored by the society. Mm-hmm. But yes, that whole situation is just, yeah, I got really shocked when you first told me also mm-hmm. going off with that. I think right now in the States, the one of the worst thing is some really like, you know, rude and then um, abusive words got, very popular and people mm-hmm. kind of use those words as a trend or as something like hey we're just saying it for fun and it's like a new way of talking about that but inherently it's still very offensive mm-hmm. just for example like previously in new york city like the whole movement and also the um, race problem a lot of people really standing out saying like the n-word are using too mm-hmm. much and too often between young people who don't know what's the meaning cultural and historical burden behind that word Mm, you know it's very much so yeah if let's say if in a really like 
intimate setting, then people are literally like joking, and then people really know each other, and people don't mind. Yes, but there are some ways, and in some platform, for example, social media, that you cannot just say that word all、mm-hmm. the time. Oh no! Yeah, not at all, and that very much is shown in the entertainment world, and especially when you're discussing. Words like that and pejoratives of that nature, you really do have to be careful about it because it's like dropping an H bomb.、Mm-hmm. It's like dropping a huge payload, and everyone's just going to be shocked by it. It's just like, why would you even think about saying that word? It's just that's an old word. It's an archaic word from a different time and a time that we would like to forget in many cases, or a time that we don't want to be reminded of, so to say, except within history books and within. Historical classrooms and everything like that.、Mm-hmm. It's good to remember that these things did occur, but we doesn't mean that we need to allow them to shape our future. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah. So there are parties or online social media. They're talking about that all the time without really understanding the struggle behind that words.、Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just like doesn't really make sense to me. That is just one instance out of so many. Just imagine,、mm-hmm. like, how many other ways or subtle things that people just kind of they don't get too much of the brain into doing that.、Mm-mm. All right. No. And also, the one thing that I was sort of worried about, especially during COVID, and this is right when I first learned about COVID in November.、Mm. It was because the virus had been found in China. I was worried that there would be a lot of anti-Chinese sentiment in the United States. Yeah, there is. <laughs> that, yeah, very much so. And this has always been true about American society to a certain degree. I mean, back in the 1800s, we had a Chinese Exclusion Act,、mm. where we forbade people from China t- from entering the United States. That is a very clear fact. And now, when people are calling coronavirus the Chinese virus, people who are of Chinese descent are targeted in that way. And They're made to feel that this is their fault for this global pandemic, which is a very unfortunate repercussion. Yeah, it's just sometimes like I got really shocked how narrow-minded people can be, and、mm-hmm. how narrow-minded people who is great high education could be.、Mm-hmm. And just thinking、yes. about like the whole act. In the hit, it feels like a thousand years ago, but literally, it was just—it's very, very recent.、Mm-hmm. Um, and very recent. Yeah, I feel like the true humanity—it's shown whenever it's under a real accident or circumstance. For example, like COVID, that's where you show where your heart is.、Mm-hmm. Yes, it's absolutely true. Oof. Yeah, this is just some heavy. Those are really heavy、right、hot topics. I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little bit hard hard to discuss this kinds of stuff because, honestly, it's just so intense.、Mm. And we've learned through our educational systems that this has a lot of charge. That there is a lot of gravity about this, and you really do have to be careful where you step and what、mm. stances you take because you have no idea whether you're stepping on a landmine. Are we stepping on a dud?、Mm. And it's just one thing you got to be careful about. But、mm. to transition off of、uh, race a little bit, there's one thing I want to talk about, and that's、uh, sexual harassment in the workplace,、mm-hmm. and that is just harassment in general versus flirting.、Mm. So for Eve, there's something I want to say right now, is that as a young man, as some young man in his early twenties. 
like his late teens, who's just finishing out his development process in terms of like puberty, adolescence, and everything like that. There is still a long ways I need to go in trying to understand whether I'm making a woman feel uncomfortable. Mm. That is something that will always exist. Mm -hmm. And there's one thing I want to ask you as a young man. What are things that young men do that would make you or other women like yourself feel comfortable? Oh, that's a very good topic. Uh, I would love to answer that. And then I will say, if I start talking about that, I won't, I won't be finished like two days later. So let's just pick <laughs> some really important facts and starting off. Um, I will say, first of all, before we talk about any facts that men in general makes women uncomfortable, I will really encourage all the ladies to say no whenever it is needed. Just like be very um, absolute and clear at most of the point. For example, sometimes if you are in the situation that you kind of want to develop something, but you're also kind of not to, and then the other person want to inherently taking some advantages, it's just very important to make it clear. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely true. Yes, yes. So, like, I will say, just don't really hesitate about. Oh, what's the consequence? What's the result? Like, is it proper to do that or not? Like, a hundred different kind of considerations. If you don't really want to do it, you have the total right. Just sometimes I know it's really hard to say no, but um, if you can do it, you can do it. That's the first、mm-hmm. thing that I want to make it very clear. But in general. I will say there are a lot of things. It's in、um, like you know, it's in the man's head inherently and then unconsciously, and I feel like those are the things that can make ladies in general really feel uncomfortable. For example, like literally staring at me from the bottom to the top, like for three times before you even talk to me. Um, mm-hmm. Randomly, you know, and then you can you will tell if that person is actually appreciating your personality and, and and or like outside beauties, you can know.、Mm-hmm. And if somebody really give you the eye contact that make uncomfortable, you will know. So、mm-hmm. it's very important for、um, somebody to make it clear and don't do stuff that will cause inherent troubles or misunderstanding. I feel、mm-hmm. like those are just very, very important in general. And there's one thing my father always told me about this: is that men are very dense. The way a guy thinks and the way a guy is, it's very hard for a man to pick up on subtle communications. Miscommunications are always abound, and so if you really want to get a point across to a man, especially in romantic circumstances and flirting and these kinds of environments. You really have to say no. You really have to say this is making me feel uncomfortable. You have to stop,、mm-hmm. and you just have to be a little bit harder. And you should not be afraid of the consequences, and you should not be afraid that he'll yell, or that he'll get violent, or anything like that. It's just the way you have to be at times.、Mm. A lot of the times we're sort of like whisked into these sort of relationships. And we're just sort of feeling like I don't know where it's gonna go, but I might as well see where it goes anyway.、Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit off, but maybe it'll change in the future. And we're always too concerned about like something could go this way, something could go that way, and we're not really too focused on the here and the now. It's just like, does this actually feel right,、mm, exactly. or does this actually feel wrong? And、yeah. if it feels wrong, leave. If it、yeah. feels right, go for it. Exactly. Human beings are. 
weird. <laughs> As I said, <laughs> we are social animals. Sometimes when we make decisions, it will not always based on how the decision is true or not to ourself. It really depends on like ten other elements it will cost in the society. Like, what would that person think if I do this? And then, what would my colleague or boss or like my friend think if I do this? It doesn't really matter. It's really your own life, your own decision. So. You need to be strong and confident to say something, either positive or negative. Like just men's in general as well. If some ladies approach you, but with like not really good intention, you should directly tell. But like、yeah. tell in a more、um, polite way.、Mm -hmm. Like、Absolutely. it's a very mutual thing. Yeah, just explain why. Just、exactly. put it clear, confident, as you said.、Mm -hmm. Clear and confident, and at the end of the day, just very straightforward. And、it's like brutal honesty in many ways. Yeah, yeah. And there's one thing I will always say, and this is for a lot of young people out there who think that they can get into a relationship by meeting that one guy at the bar or meeting him at that one event, going on a few dates, getting to know him, and then developing the boyfriend girlfriend relationship from the start. Those sort of things end up sizzling out towards the end of it, and that's something that my parents would always say, and something that I've always found is that if you're entering a relationship with somebody. And you start out with the romance, like the boyfriend girlfriend stuff. Usually, what ends up it ends up being a fling, because when you actually get to know each other and you see each other for your true colors, you start to become disillusioned, and you sort of realize that this is not what it intended to be. Now, if you're friends with the person at first, and if you two are friends and you've been friends for a long time, maybe like a few months or a few years, then you really know each other's kinks. And you really develop a bond for each other, and you respect each other for who you are on the inside, and then you can develop something that is a relationship, and then you can develop something that is wholesome, that is organic, that something that will last twenty or thirty years when you're married. Back to your father's comments, I feel like a lot of my friends won't necessarily agree with that. Like, really? Yeah. Does he mean that like two people is better off just starting as friends and then going to a solid relationship? Well, if you're going to go about it the friendship route, you have to really get to know the person first. Because、mm -hmm. if you get to you begin like dating each other and engaging at like boyfriend and girlfriend, and you started out that way, then you have to learn about each other as the relationship goes along. Oh yeah, which、definitely. could either be really really good or really really bad. But there is a gray area there, and when the disillusionment is gone, then you end up. In this realistic state, and for a lot of people out there, being in that state, which isn't like illusioned, which isn't that sort of fantasy that you always dreamed about, is a very bad situation. That's what leads to a lot of divorces, because most people get married and they have the illusion that this is all going to be fine and dandy.、Mm -hmm. That the person that I'm in, that I'm with right now,、mm -hmm. will be the person that I'm always with. But then people change, times change, and they never really bother to understand the person. For their unchangeable properties,、mm. and then when they finally realize those unchangeable properties, they realize at the end of the day, okay, this is not for me. This person does not get me whatsoever, so I have to leave. Yeah, yeah. People always change, even、exactly. if you know,、um, two people are in a relationship for years. Whenever both to go to another stage of life, like they will also change. And the most important thing is if they really open communicated、right. and kind of like. 
compromise in some sort of way. You know, you don't have to like really compromise your personality to another person because that's not your duty to do so, and you shouldn't. Just really be yourself. But、um, in order for two people to work out in the end, it's just really mutual communication.、Mm-hmm. Understand what's your needs, and then if it is the best, and happier if two people are together or not.、Mm-hmm. And back to like the starting off friendship thing. Right now, I do think a lot of the dating trends are two people start with a fling. Some people they choose to go straight into relationship, which I personally don't really agree. But、mm-hmm. for the most of the people. They kind of like start with more romantic, and then of course they started to know each other personality, you know, like before they actually go into a solid relationship. And I think that、yeah. might be a way better way to go because now you know, besides the romantic part, what is actually two people's personality, living habits, or ways of dealing with life, values, career development, everything. So,、yeah. well, I think. I gotta disagree with you on this one, actually, because when you start out with the romantic and the fling, then the passion of the relationship will very easily just dissolve. And if you get all that passion, the romance out of、oh, the way. Oh, that's not necessary, though. <laughs> well, it's not. That's the thing. It's not necessary. But if you savor it, if you put that off, you begin as friends, and then you engage in the romance. The romance will be twice, if not three times, as powerful. Why do you think it's、meaningful. that way? Why is two or three times more powerful? Because it's all in the mind. Because if you start out with the relation, with the romance and the sex and the physical attractions first, and the fling at first, then you sort of have this sort of relationship where it's just like, okay, I'm satiating this biological need to mate, and then I'm getting to know the person, and then I want to enjoy the person's company in the physical manner. But it's not going to be the same because we already did everything in the first few minutes, and then when you're trying to re- get back into that circle again, you sort of get bored of the person at the end of the day.、Mm. Versus when you're friends with somebody, you get to know the person's individual, you get to know the person's personality quirks, and a lot of the times, in terms of like having a great bedroom experience, a great sexual experience, eighty percent of it is getting to know the person outside of the bedroom. Twenty percent of it is actually inside the bedroom. It's all about knowing the person, enjoying the person for who that person is as a friend, and then when you're in the bedroom with the person, you really enjoy the experience because you know you're doing it with that person. And it's not so much that you're in the bedroom because you're with a person or you're with. An individual. Yeah, I really appreciate the way you're thinking, and I really agree with you. But like, to be honest, most of people they're not that deep. <laughs> of course. Let's just face that. Of course. Yeah, and I will say a lot of people it's more、um, leaning towards well, like sexual needs is also one kind of the need in the world. If two people, let's say, they are both just aiming for that more exterior needs, then yeah, that's a kind of mutual consent. But like ideally, I do see like a long term, very long relationship. It really, at the end of the world, depends on two people know each other from inside out. Absolutely, and that's the one thing we both agree upon. I mean, you can be friends first and then have the relationship, or you could have the fling first and then develop it into something more. But as long as you know the person, and you take time to know the person, and you're able to just enjoy the person's company and be friends with the person. Then it will all work out to the end. I guarantee it.
exactly. And with time pass, those bonds will gradually go into like a family bonds. So、mm-hmm. that's something like even heavier that、mm-hmm. you both really invest amount of your youth. And、mm-hmm. life to each other, so in that way, like it's bonded in another level. Not just like we know each other, we are friends, we understand each other spiritually, or、mm-hmm. like sexually, physically. It's more into like another level of family bond,、mm-hmm. which is very, I would say, it's very holy, it's very spiritual. Yeah, very much so. But、yeah. before we go down into that rabbit hole and talk about like family and relationships and everything, there is one thing I want to ask. And this is something that goes back to harassment versus flirting, everything like that. Is is as a young man myself, one of the major difficulties that I find is letting a girl know that I like her without being creepy or without making <laughs> her feel uncomfortable or anything like that. So, one question. Let me I just、really、laugh for ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. No, I mean I think I think it's a very good question. Sorry, continue. Yeah. So the main question I want to ask and. I think you have a sense of it right now. Is if I were to like someone, or if any man out there likes a certain individual, man or woman, does not matter. How is it proper, or what is the proper way that a young person could go to another young person and say, "I like you. I want to be more than friends, or I want to ask you out," and something to that effect.、Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a very big question, and it really depends on the different situation. And I will say there are a hundred different type of men out there, and there are a hundred different types of girls out there. But in general, I will say just really make it clear because it's、mm-hmm. easier for you and it's easier for the girl. Let's say if two people are kind of like flirting a little bit, or they're inherently guessing what does the other person say. If that phase lasts too long, it's Not really good for both of the parties, so、mm. I would say if one of them are pretty clear that what he or she wants, you know, apply to both boys and girls, then he or she should tell each other. And then the way for phrasing that is just really being frank, being clear, being not pushy, which is super super important.、Mm-hmm. So in that way, that I tell you what I think. But it really depends on you to accept that or not, or feel that mutually back or not. And I have really no responsibility or duties to put any pressure on you. So I feel like being not pushy, but being really frank is the most important things. And of course, like the specific circumstance changes and then the meaning twisted whatsoever. But I will say in general, that's the rule.、Mm, that's really great to know. That's. Absolutely great to know because, Lord knows, there are a lot of guys out there like myself that have made so many mistakes, so many mistakes, and not being frank enough, not being able to read the person, asking at the wrong time, or just making these kinds of monumental errors. At the end of the day, I mean, there's one thing that my old film professor would always say is that. Pitching and networking is a lot like flirting. You don't just go up to the person and say hi.、I'm、oh, that's、hi. what my boss yeah, said. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Does my boss know your film professor? But I was saying that people who I would say with, you know, like more experience or has a really wise brain, they will usually say that. Like whenever、um, you're networking with somebody, you don't say, "Let's go to bed." 
like the first time、yeah. you see, or like let me get the job. No, you don't say、yeah. that. It's、mm-hmm. really about developing your relations with that person, with the professional、yeah. friend, and then、mm-hmm. see. Okay, so what is like actually the responsibility under that job, and then what's the vibe of the company, and what's your Way of working.、Um, what's your way of treating other colleagues? So if two people click, then they definitely click. And whenever they have their mutual trust, organically it will move into a job position. But most importantly, I would say, please everyone focus more on the relations that you develop with that specific individual instead、mm-hmm. of you get any immediate result or not.、Mm-hmm. That's very true. And there are two main qualities that you need to possess in these kind of relationships, whether you're networking or flirting. One is patience. This sort of thing takes a very long time. You got to enjoy the process, and you just have to roll with it to a certain degree. And like what Eve said, don't be pushy. And leads into my second point: is nobody likes to feed a hungry mouth. That's one thing my father would always tell me. Nobody wants to feed somebody who is like asking for stuff, who's wanting certain things. If you are just constantly pestering the person, and you're just trying to keep, like, sending messages or trying to talk or trying to meet up and everything like that, and you become the sort of, a, in a colloquial sense, you become this high maintenance individual. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's high maintenance.、Mm. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's like a pestering little fly.、Mm. They want to be around somebody who is a little bit disengaged, somebody who has things to do. And in many ways, I sort of see that people flock to individuals who are doing things, who have a social life,、yeah. who have a good job, because in those kind of circumstances, people gravitate towards success and people gravitate towards victory. Yeah. And when they sort of see that, they sort of think like, okay, I want to bask in that sunlight a little bit. I want to bask in that glory a little bit.、And、I will say I really agree with the second part, but the first part, like I agree and don't agree at the same time. Because、oh, really? I would say the second part. Think about it. That is a necessary condition for the first to happen.、Mm-hmm. And when you further say that,、uh, whenever one person is being really pushy, is just somehow very negative. Yes, but I will say most importantly, people really to know what is being too pushy and what is、mm-hmm. being very proactive. Because、mm-hmm. those two things mean so many different things under different scenario. And、mm-hmm. of course, everyone really wants success. In order to get there, you need to be super, super proactive. That means maybe some people, big people out there, they are so busy, and sometimes they will miss a message. And your job is kind of like being proactive and send a reminder and saying hi, but in a timely manner. Don't like、mm-hmm. being too pushy. Is like literally send ten message every day. So that person、mm-hmm. will be like, "What's going on with this、um, little girl or little guy? Want to just enter the industry? Because that's so annoying." So、mm-hmm. really know your boundary and know what's the boundary for the person you talk to. For、mm-hmm. example, there are people out there. They like people to kind of send like three messages, four messages at the same time because. To them, it shows super proactive. But there are people who will be really pissed off if if you send me like, I don't know, like five messages in two days. They want to make the deliver very concise and efficient. So really know who is your audience and what's the right way to approach it. Know the boundary and the definition in that specific circumstance is very important. Branch off of with that, like just really have the thing on your own that you're crafting, creating the things you're working on. 
that's super super important. Like I totally agree with you that. And no matter how much effort you put into connecting to somebody that you really really want to talk to, for example, in the industry. Then that's the point that you show your own craft, knowledge, all the things that you've been working on, your talents, your inspiration. Show you're different.、Mm-hmm. Those are the really important things. And get your foot in the door to talk to the opportunity is like the first chapter. But the second、mm-hmm. chapter really show the true yourself and show your talents is very very important. Very important. And on that note, I'd say that's just about it, everyone. We've talked about a whole bunch of different things on this episode today, and hopefully, we'll be able to delve into it more in future episodes and specify in particular aspects. Because at the end of the day, this is a very multifaceted topic. Right.、But、it hopefully is. Hopefully, you've learned a thing or two. Hopefully, you'll be able to reference this in the future, and hopefully, you'll be able to learn more about society and learn more about yourself by the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is a very, very big topic, and we touch upon a lot of different sub categories. So, if you have one specific category that you are super interested in and want to hear more about it, please comment below and give us a DM, give, leave us a message, so we will know and we will know what type of content we can put out next time. So, yeah. So, everyone,、um, have a really great weekend. I hope you enjoy. Your time with your family or friends. So yeah, bye. See you next time. See you next time.